That was the Munster final of 1944. I wasn't at it. <laughs> Most people that went to that game had to cycle to the final. Imagine if you asked people to cycle to it now. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. The El Clasico of uh, Ulster football this weekend, not in the Ulster Championship. How much are you looking forward to that this weekend, Armagh? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's one of the games, I would say, the Armagh players are the same. Um, there's that rivalry between the two counties. It was back in like 2003 and five and them years. Um, so hopefully, hopefully over the next few years it's coming back. Um, and it's an hour one to look forward to. What do you remember of 2005? <sighs> a good, a good bit. Um, it's, it's, it's just it's. I barely remember last year. Never mind 2005 and three. I can remember 2003, the free kick and Canavan hit against Arma. Um, I was at that there, so I can remember that there. And then 2005, I actually remember 2003 better than five. So, but I know they were good games. Do you remember how you felt at that point seeing Tyrone get over the line for the first time? Um, yeah, well, well, I actually didn't even, I didn't get to the final. I got to the semi-final, um, but I was in the auntie's house in Aglish, and I can just remember, I think I was just running about the house. Um, all my ones were down. It was just just even great for the county. Um, whenever you got that first one, and it just gives you that wee bit of hope that there is more in the future. Speaking of the Canavans, has Rory been in training with you yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has. Um, he's another one that we'll have to try mark. <laughs> It'll be difficult. <laughs> Which of the two Canavans is harder to mark? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's they're both exceptional. Um, they're different types of players, um, and they both have their own threats. Like so, now the two of them, they're not nice marking either of them. So does he only come in a couple of weeks ago now after the twenties season finishes, or had he been in and around all year? No. So him um, and three others. Uh, Michael McLean and Niall Devlin and Steve Donaghy have all came in after the under-20s so they have given us a, a wee bit of a lift um, it was great seeing them winning and it's given us a wee bit of lift in June and they're pushing us on and making it more competitive so it's great to have them in McLean looks like he's overage for senior <laughs> Aye, he's a monster now um, no, he's, he's massive and he's skillful too um, so he's another asset to Tyrone it's, it's just great to have him on board with us from your own perspective then, even not just inside in training, but when you look at all the, the different players that you've marked this season and could potentially mark before the end of this season, uh, how much do you relish that opportunity of the, the different sorts of players, the different sorts of styles of attack that you come up against and how much can you actually get used to that as you get older and more wiser in your inter-county career? Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great even being able to compete against them. Um, and it does. It's, it's a challenge, obviously, for... Me, Potty, and uh, Ron McNamee in the full back line. That we're always kind of looking at who's going to be there. Um, but we have massive challenge with the RMA forwards this weekend. Um, so, look at the the season. We've uh, we've marked some great players already this year. Um, but we'll have three three in the full forward line for RMA. That's going to be a handful at the weekend, and we're doing it one game at a time. But um, we'll just worry about the three that RMA pick. You don't have to reveal who you're going to be marking, but how do the three of you generally divvy it up? Is it physicality? Is it pace? Is it quality? Um, just re- it just really depends. Um, I'm lucky enough I kind of get the job that I, if somebody is kind of playing further out, I can 
go further out and maybe run up the pitch a wee bit more. Don't know if the other two would be too happy about it, but <laughs> uh, we'll deal with that. But um, no, it's just it's 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 more picked the if we maybe see the team before or something like it'll just is whoever um, Fergal or Brian will tell us. Was it hard the week after the Derry match? Yeah, um, it was disappointing. It's been disappointing basically every week since it. Um, even watching it at the weekend, like you're. It's good to have an R team competing in Ulster and get um, get it. It's competitive, like, but obviously you want to. Be, we want Tron to be winning, um, but it's it is hard whenever you lose anything. Um, it's hard. I would say Dublin would were the same last year watching us. Um, I would say they were second watching us win it. So no, it's it's just if your county doesn't win. Um, you're not really going to be too happy, are you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How do you manage to, to get that right then before Armagh this weekend? I, I assume that as players who've won in All-Ireland, your management don't actually need to tell you too much about what went wrong. When you look at the scoreboard, you, you know that it wasn't a, a great day at the office. So are, are they hard on you or do they go a little bit easy on you or, or how do they manage to build that confidence back up before this weekend? Um, it, it, it has to be player-driven as well. Um, like The managers can tell us what to do and give us the instructions and everything but if we don't go out on the pitch and perform like against Donny or against Derry um, we didn't perform to what we would have um, we were given the instructions and all it was all planned out and we were prepared right but it was just on the day um, the players it's 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 it relies on the players they're they're, they're the ones on the pitch um, so look we know what we need to do Um Armagh, as I've said, they've beat us twice already this year. They beat us convincingly in the league. They're a very good start. Um, they're very fit. They're physical, um, and we know the challenge. And we can't, we can't look ahead of Armagh um, or anything. We will have to get the performance right to even compete with them. That game, the league was a nice, friendly one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> something like that. Um, no, look, it was, it was one of them games that. Look, the the four boys, and I'd say uh, Craig, Craig McCabe was probably the same. Like it, he felt they let the team down. We just felt we let our team down, um, and even maybe give Tron a bad look. But it's it's one that both teams I'll I'd say have learned from. Like finally, now you kind of easing yourself in or feel more comfortable in the, the role as as a leader in this team. Now, obviously, there's been a few people who who stepped away from the squad. A few experienced players. You mentioned there that it's a it's a player led environment when when things aren't that their best in the camp so as somebody who's been around the panel now for a few years do you find yourself slotting into the leadership shoes a bit easier um look if there's something to be said um i don't think much boys would have any issue saying it like um it's it like it's to benefit each other so if somebody if somebody needs to talk to somebody they will it doesn't matter what age or how long they've been there like the under 20s if they see something from watching us earlier in the year and they were only in um, we had taken it on board but there's still the likes of now Morgan McNamee Potty Matty Donnelly all them older boys that have been about and know, know a lot more than me probably <laughs> So how many Canavans are we going to see on the pitch this weekend? <laughs> I, I don't know um, <laughs> that's not my choice <laughs> Shane, you said after the win on Sunday that it was a particularly sweet Connacht final to win why was that? I suppose the big one was probably the fact that we'd won in front of our own supporters. Galway hadn't done that since 2005 and like none of the group, our current group, like had done that either. So like it was just 
that was probably the sweetest aspect of Sunday was the fact that along with the performance it was our own family friends everyone around Galway got to see it in front of their own eyes and you know, it's just great like and it was great for the group because a lot of lads won their first kind of title as well on Sunday so yeah no just plenty to enjoy from Sunday and I'm sure the lads are still enjoying it but it'll be nice now because I know Park will be keen now to get the heads down again for the next four weeks does it feel as well when you talk about the sweetness that this Galway team have always been good enough to produce that sort of result over the last couple of years and maybe Park's first year got interrupted by COVID and there were other issues here and there that this year finally you've got to prove yourselves and just what you can do? Yeah, I suppose, look, we, we were probably, we were unlucky in some, in some regards, I suppose, with COVID, but, but like also with, you know, even we felt like we left, let ourselves down last year in getting relegated from Division 1, so there's plenty of motivation behind us getting our act together, and, you know, but to a man, like every single player in that dressing room has put in some shift over the last couple of months, and, you know, even the last three years, even through COVID, because like, there were some dark times there where you're just, lads were training individually by themselves, and it's very difficult, like, you know, it's a difficult place to be when you're used to a team environment, and then you're back as an individual, but uh, no, to a man, everyone dug in, they they put in the work, and you know, everyone got the reward there on Sunday, which is great, just great elation there in the dressing room. Have you watched the goal back yet? I watched it once, actually, Mark, you just on to me a little earlier. Um, yeah, funny, I actually forgot the second, the second kind of dummy, because I remember, right, there was one, I said, if there was, if, uh, Cahill buys this dummy, I said, I could be in for goal here, and I didn't even remind, remember it. The last thing, the next thing I remember was, Keen O'Neill telling me, keep it low, he said, stop kicking the ball high, keep it low if you're going for goal, and lucky enough, went in the corner. So Keen O'Neill is giving you goal scoring advice? Uh, he, he likes to give me all sorts of advice, Keen. He's, he's a bit of an expert, really. He's a very hard man to catch out, so he's Keen, so you want to be prepared with 150 things on him to, uh, no, but Keane, Keane, look, Keane's been very good for the group like just his, his understanding of Joe, everything even outside of football and what lads are coming in from like he's just a very good like Joe, very nice fella Keane like, and even I know I chat to him probably a bit more than other lads in the way because he's head of P down in the sports town in uh, MTU uh, Cork and I'm doing P now as well in college so it's just great to kind of have that uh, experience in around you as well to chat to you say there, which is interesting, that you didn't even know that you did the dummy until you watched it back. So it, it, it's pure instinct then, a lot of what goes into the mechanics of that goal. Yeah, I always said, like, that's probably something for me is, like, I play on instinct and, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You're obviously, you're, you're practicing enough to sh- hope it's always going to be good. But, yeah, no, you just have to, you have to go as you see it. And, Joe, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm kind of saying, if I'm not looking at a defender, but I'm expecting one to come, I'm going to shift inside. And, yeah, it's just, look, it's one of those that came off. And I know the lads to be slagging me sometimes in training that I overcomplicate things. But I like to think that was one, one that came off for me the last day. It wasn't bad. When you get into that position, are you always thinking goal rather than just get it over the bar? Ah, yeah. Well, you're, when you're forward, your your instinct is goal, goal, goal. Uh, and if you can't score a goal, you settle for a point. That's kind of the way you you try and think, anyways. But look, it all depends on the okay, like the way the play comes. But you know, if you get the ball in the middle of space and you think you can see a picture to goal, you're going to be trying to rattle the net. What's it like playing with some of the forwards, especially numbers-wise anyway, some of that full forward line like, like Comer and Finnerty? It feels that you've all got very different attributes that could bamboozle the defence to a certain extent. I, I suppose, look, I'm, I'm looking up, I've been playing with Damo since pretty much I started, both of us started around similar time and like we call him the digger, he just, he kick any kind of ball to Damo and he's more likely going to come out with it and probably his man will be on the ground sore from hitting off Damo or something. But uh, I like, he's in like, it's funny because Damoff doesn't get the credit he deserves in regards to the skill he has, it possesses because just his, air, his ability in the air, but also his, he's able to kick off two feet, he's able to score goals, score points, able to uh, lay a ball off, like he laid off the ball for my goals the last day, and then you've robbed, like, and 
Rob's just a phenomenal sharpshooter. Like he will literally score off one step. He just gets the ball, and if he's anywhere around that scoring zone, he's just he's lethal. And his shoulders on somebody like you give a forward of that caliber space, they're going to punish you. And you look, but again, that all comes back to the work that goes on from from our goalkeeper up. Like because in fairness, the lads like they are the ones stopping the scores going the far side and then getting the ball up to us as well. And Joe, they deserve huge credit for that as well because they've got their stick. But in fairness to them, to a man, they've all applied themselves really well from Liam, Sean, Joe, Jack there at the back, Joe, really helping us. And like when you get the ball up front quickly in space, Joe, the world's our oyster as a forward. Like whereas if you don't, then you're having to work that bit harder as well for us. And lucky enough, the backs were doing a lot of the junky work for us the last day. You talk about playing in space. How much are you looking forward to getting back out in that pitch? I look. I, said, I only got a brief spelling it there for the league final, and you know, any time you get to play in Crow Park, it's, it's a special pitch and such a historic place to play. And look for us, we're obviously focused on the quarter final now in a couple of weeks, and just looking forward to it. Like, in, to play in Crow Park at any stage of your career is unbelievable. Like, so you know, we just have to make a count now. The next day, we go OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.